Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Buckets. That's the name of my boat. Buckets. 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 What we get. Not the only transfer we got from Florida. Keith Stone, too. Remember that. Adidas, release this in a hoodie. Yeah, we all make mistakes. He might have made one going to Tallahassee. It's mercy if y'all don't know. Dribble to the left, cross over to the right. Hurricane to the game, many buckets for the night. Matt with the pin and roll, Melissa with the give and go. This Shelly, you, hoodie girl, dunking in the hole. Check the scoreboard, it's what we fall for. Peep the gameplay, you want an encore. Yeah, over time for another round. It's buckets out the buckets, baby. You out of time. It's buckets. What it is, homie, it's buckets. Woo! We get buckets. Yeah, baby. Buckets. 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 I have no shame. I know. That's the problem. You guys are awesome. All right, kind of last thing we wanted to cover here, the uh, the uh, which is the title of the show actually, the ACC SCC challenge. Now, for those that don't don't uh, didn't um, realize, the ACC Big Ten challenge is over, um, and that's because of TV contracts. The uh, Big Ten has gone full in with Fox Sports, so they're no longer on ESPN, which means they cannot broadcast the ACC Big Ten challenge. So it doesn't exist anymore. ESPN obviously has big contracts with the ACC and the SEC. So they, they linked them up and that is why you're getting the, uh, the ACC SEC challenge after, I think it was 20 something years of the, the ACC big 10 challenge goes way back. Yeah. Um, so, yep. So um, for my, for both of our teams, the men's and the women's got SEC opponents on the road. Um, so I guess we'll start with the men heading to Kentucky to play Lexington. This is on, I think November 27th. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday after Thanksgiving. Um, th- initial thoughts here. Well, I mean, I don't know how much you, I know. Yeah. I mean, to be Kentucky, honest with you, but... Kentucky just stole your, uh, your, your dream, uh, transfer in and Trey Mitchell, but, uh, yeah, I mean, to be honest, ish, I'm, I'm disappointed. Um, I thought it was going to be a good team. I know you want, um, you want the blue bloods and it's unfortunate, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't even know if Kentucky's like top five, in terms of 
history in the conference and whatnot. I know you're getting um, an you're getting an SEC school. And you think, all right, we should get a big time program, and then you know it ends up being Kentucky. Yeah. And unbelievable. I mean, I was hoping for Georgia, but then I realized we were playing them already. Uh, yeah. So I mean, well, that that is true. Yeah. So you don't, you don't want to play them twice. So I mean, you yeah, could just, yeah, double yeah, up yeah. on Georgia. I mean, unfortunately, we had to settle for Kentucky. Yeah, but no. To, in all honesty, I mean, it's all it's cool, but um, in all seriousness, I mean, but um, I I was I was actually, I mean, I didn't think Kentucky was going to happen. To be honest, I thought it was going to be. I know that Kentucky. Do we do New- we know? Do we know? So first of all, for everyone doesn't realize when they announced the thing, all the Kentucky fans got pissed because they weren't playing Duke or North Carolina. Like we have to play Miami, and it's like, dude, we were in the Final Four. Kiss my ass. We won the ACC, and we we're in the Final Four last year. Like you got the best team in the damn conference. What the hell else do you want? But they well, they played. So we they were kind of making fun of that. They played Duke the following year, I think, or something, and then they play. Because they play them regularly in the um, yeah, there's, in there's two... that. yeah they play them to like kick the season off right or whatever yeah like, it's like... this it's like the CBS Sports Classic or something yeah, like that something and there, yeah. the Champions Classic that's what it's called um, so they regularly play them it's like every three years or something so I mean it I mean when you look at that you take the into account that I mean you have to guess it was going to be between us and Virginia but that wasn't really in my thought process when I was thinking of it at the time. Um, but no, I think it's going to be a good opportunity. Um, you get to play them relatively early in the year. Uh, I think that's a good thing whenever you're playing a Kentucky team where, you know, there's a lot of different players being added, right? Um, freshmen so you know, and transfers. Did they, I, I didn't see an explanation. you know how the matchup was determined? I didn't see an explanation. Um, I mean... I saw other people talking about why it was probably Miami, um, but I didn't see their explanation of why. Is it because Kentucky is the the uh, biggest program in the SEC, so they put the ACC's best against them? Is that, is that what Pro- happened? I mean, pro- <laughs> probably. I don't know, though. Arkansas is pretty good, so. Um, sure. Sure. Um, yeah, I know, but it was – I mean, it's it's a cool arena for us to play in. It is, it is a road game, so it's in Lexington. Um, I have actually been there when uh, when we beat Kentucky. This was about oh my, almost fifteen years ago. Um, but we did we did go in there and and uh, and handle them pretty easily. I suppose it was on a Clinton team. I think it was the year after we made the NCAA tournament. It was the one where we blew the season, ended up in the NIT, even though we had the whole team uh, back. Yeah. Thank you, Frank Haith. Um, but yeah, so we went in there and won. It was it's a, it's a huge arena. If you haven't been, um, it's going to be a hard one to travel to on a Tuesday. But uh, but yeah, it should be a good experience for the players. And like you said, it's good to get this as a potential to you know be a quality win if you win it at the end of the year. Something we struggled with a bit, quite a bit last year was kind of our metrics in terms of net rating and you know and the year net, prior too. Yeah, so you know getting these games. You mentioned you know going to the Bahamas, playing some some quality teams there, or at least big conference teams, which, you know, all this stuff matters. You get opponents and opponents, opponents. So even Georgia sucks, you know, beating them and then having them play a bunch of better teams just boosts your rating anyway. Um, And then playing Colorado and New York. So we are putting, it appears at least an emphasis on getting more big name games in the early season to help 
all of our advanced metrics. Because what's happened the last couple of years, you said, not just for us, but really for the entire ACC is by the time you get, like once you get to ACC play, it's all, it's all, all that stuff is set in stone because you're just playing each other at that point. So if you're collectively as a conference not rated high, it's not going to get better um, when you're just playing each other. So you do have to take care of the stuff in the uh, in in the pre uh, the pre conference schedule. So I think we're we're making a move towards doing that. And you know, Kentucky is going to be a top two three team in the SEC. So, and even even though we spent quite a bit of time on the show talking about <laughs> our deficiencies, especially at the at the in the front court. We should be thereabouts in the ACC as well, top two or three-ish team. So it should be a a good good matchup there. And again, a chance to notch a win that'll that'll be useful throughout throughout the year. Yeah. Well, I you think have an, people. You have an early prediction for the Kentucky game? No, I'm just kidding. Uh... <laughs> we, we 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 will do comprehensive in-season breakdowns as we get closer to these games. But yeah, it's a little little early to uh to uh, predict that one. Yeah, just a little bit. Yeah, slightly. Um, we don't even. After, you mean after, you know? Mean five minutes after we uh, we we spent thirty minutes talking about how we don't have bigs and we need to fill out the roster. You, you're not ready to predict games in November. Yeah, and the other thing too is like I feel like we talk about our deficiencies and I like people need to understand we're talking about it from a perspective of like this team being at its best, right? Like, obviously, the past two years, if, if something like the past two years is going to happen, this is what we need to see from the team, right? We need another big. Right, and there's no, um, I mean, and, and there's no guarantee, right? Especially the way the postseason format is in, in basketball. Like, I mean, Yeah, it's insane. You're not, you're not, what we're talking about really is putting yourselves in a best position to advance far. And that, you know, sometimes you lose in the first round anyway because stuff happens. And, I mean, even our last two two runs i mean we imploded against usc and then it was a foul but we needed to get fouled driving in at the end to hit two free throws and win the game and then i mean drake had us i mean that game i i was literally about to start because the women were playing in indiana indiana the next day and I was like, I wonder if, like, literally with like five minutes left in that game, I was like, I wonder if, because I was in Albany and I was like, I'm not staying here. I wonder if I can get to, to Bloomington to watch the women play. That's what I was thinking. And then we won. And then, you know, from there, again, Texas, it looked like it was pretty much done and, and came back again. So, I mean, these are such fine margins at that level that there's no, you can put together whatever team you want. You still might lose in the first round. But what we're talking about is like, there's some, you know, getting the roster as, well-rounded as we can to compete against, you know, whatever opponent you might run into, which still ultimately might just happen to be a bad matchup and then, you know, you lose anyway. So, um, but that, that's, that's, that's NCAA basketball, right? The one and done one, yeah. one loss and you're out format does that. I guess we should mention to the women. Um, they are also headed on the road to Starkville to play Mississippi state. Um, that's the day after the, the men play in Lexington. So, so both on the road, I wonder. I wonder. I honestly, I wonder how that happened because you figure they would at least let each school have one of the men's or women's at home in this thing. But both of our teams got sent on the road. Um, but yeah, that'll be again. Mississippi State's a good team. Again, a good opportunity to to uh, notch a quality win. I will say, for the women, it's it's a completely different dynamic because the ACC is the toughest 
and best conference in women's basketball. It's not really even close. So they don't really have to worry about, about like their ratings and their metrics and stuff because they all come out very high after you play an ACC schedule. So there's less less to worry about about there. I'm just for context. I think the women finished sixth or seventh in the ACC last year, and there was I think what where did Clemson finish third in the men's? And they didn't make the tournament. <laughs> so so this is this that that is the uh, and Pitt was like like finished a game out of the. Out of the, the winning the, the the regular season was was in the play in game, so it's a very different dynamic for the women, and I guess less critical that they notch all these these out of conference ones because there's plenty of opportunities in in conference um, to to because I mean just an example last year they beat Virginia Tech, who was a one seed like. <laughs> The men never had an opportunity to play a team like that in the regular season. Nope. So, so you know, you can't notch those types of wins to show like, all right, we're you know, you don't get those big, big marquee wins if the conference doesn't play. Well, I guess Duke potentially could be one this year, but but the the, the ACC and women's is so strong that you just ample opportunity to big resume. Although, you know, these wins can help you get a top four seed, which means you host the first two rounds. So in in women, so there's I know, that's there's, pretty big. Yeah, there's a big difference between fourth and fifth in the. Uh, which is totally grossly unfair. <laughs> you're a five seed. You're like, oh, I gotta go on the road to the four seed. That's not that's not cool. But you know, man, remember when we beat Indiana on their home floor too? Uh, <laughs> no wonder Indiana hates us. I mean, there there there's some, uh, and then they picked Wonk. <laughs> that is good stuff. Um, the uh, yeah, but yes, yeah, we doubled up on the Indiana Indiana defeats um, there. Uh, my dad's alma mater. Oh, you did his up. Actually, <laughs> tangent time, and then we'll maybe answer answer Anthony's uh, weirdest shot question and get out of here. But um, so Indiana is actually the uh, the reason my dad came to this country, the reason my parents met. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> and uh, it's been very instrumental in like <laughs> a lot of my life. And that was that that is a, a true story. Um. He was in India. He was looking to do his PhD in this country. And um, Illinois and Indiana were two schools that he that were offering him. And he, he had no money. He was coming from India. So I think India gave him slightly more. But when you do a PhD, you get like a stipend as long mm. as you like work for the school. So you like do teaching assistant stuff and like work in the uh, cafeteria and that kind of stuff. So they gave him like a minuscule amount more money than Illinois did. So he went to Indiana and my mom's older sister was in medical school at Indiana and she came to visit him and was taking classes at Indiana in the time, in the time he met my dad there. And that is, <laughs> that is my Aww. Indiana tie. And then, yeah, that was a long time ago. And uh, yeah. And then we, uh, then, you know, several years later we whipped their ass twice. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, so we have, uh, I have some, some ties to that, to that school. Um, that's really cool. Actually, I was telling my dad if he wants to like go to the Notre Dame game. We played there two years ago. We can go by Indiana too and see his old uh, stomping grounds there. But did he go to a lot of the games or anything, or not really? Or... He's from India, man. Actually, he was there. Yes. I, 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 he was there when, when they went undefeated with like Isaiah Thomas and stuff. Oh, yeah, oh, damn. Was, yeah, no, he was there in that era. Wow, that's really so, yeah. Cool. So they were like actually. Like, legitimately one of the best teams ever when he uh when he lived there but i don't know that he was really following following it um yeah it, it, i mean it wasn't cricket so 
Yeah. <laughs> he he has since he's, been uh he's he's since been uh you know indoctrinated. He I don't I mean there. We're we're Miami people now. So as as instrumental as Indiana was in the uh in, in Bergenham here, I mean Miami's been like the thing for us. So um yeah. That that is the uh, that's the that's the family school in business. So like some people have a have like you know the the shop they hand down through generations. Our thing is Miami. So uh, so that, there's no divided loyalties there. But it was just a weird thing to see them pop up twice. I'm like, hey, it's Indiana, and then whipping their ass twice was even better. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you got you got a shot. You got you got to answer to Anthony's uh, weirdest shot in college basketball. Yes, they... I had to I had to look it up and um and get reminded, but I'm gonna st- stay with the Kentucky theme. Michael okay. Kid Gilchrist, one of the weirdest shots I've ever seen in my life. Really bad, like to the point. Let me see if I can find a picture to. It, it was to the point where like I don't even know how to describe it. Like he would um. He would like bring his like arm like all the way over it. It just looked really funky, super uncomfortable. I think uh, his hand might have even been on top of the ball too, which is like a big no-no <laughs> as a shooter. Um, super terrible shot. But it went in because <laughs> uh, that was the question. <laughs> That you were surprised they were. Oh, there was. Oh, yeah, and I, I when you were talking about him, like he's notoriously like has the oh, worst no. shot ever and sucks no. at it. So, oh no, I don't know that that. Necessarily, I mean, I guess. I don't know that. that what works. was Joakim Noah's free throw percentage? Because he had a weird shot, but I have a feeling uh, yeah, like, he was pretty decent for a center, right? Yeah, let's, let's look. We're talking college, so uh, Florida stats. Let's see. Yeah, anything around seventy is pretty good. Kind of get his. Get his uh his his college stats because obviously he played forever in the NBA. So, um. when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I mean, I got his NBA stats and he shot... 68% from free throw. I mean, for his career in the NBA, he was exactly 70, so... That's, uh, that's pretty good for yeah, a center. Yeah, good for a center, especially, like you said, with that, that he definitely had a weird... Broke-ass shot, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, I remember some weird... I mean, I remember them more from the NBA. Like, Bill Cartwright had, like, the weirdest... He oh, he was down. the one that would like. He yeah, would he would like, go up oh. top. He would go up top too, and and uh, but he would hit his baseline jumpers. <laughs> you know who actually has this is going. This is just a total random tangent. Now you know who actually does kind of have a weird shot is Matthew Cleveland. Uh-oh. Because I don't know if you've. Well, I mean, it goes. It goes in. It goes for the in. Most part, yeah, it goes in. But he holds the ball really far away from his body. Oh, yes, I vividly remember doing that from, like, quarter court when he, uh... <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. When, when, when stuff happened. Um, yeah, no, he does have a little bit of a, like, a push. A yeah. A push shot. Um, yeah, no, that's a good, that's actually a good, good and relevant, relevant to the, uh... To, to oh! The what was the name of that center? He, it wouldn't go in. He played for the Kings. Oh, this is gonna, he was an undersized center. Was it like Chuck Hayes? Chuck he, Hayes. He had such a weird. You look up a YouTube video of Chuck Hayes shooting a free throw. Oh my god! I need to see it. I think it was Chuck Hayes. <laughs> I, I need to see. I, I got a video going right now. Oh, let's go. Uh, hold on, I'm watching it. Let's see what happens here. I'm gonna verify it's the it's the guy. Uh, oh yeah, no, there's a whole whoa 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 whoa. <laughs> All right. I hope we don't get demonetized for showing YouTube on YouTube. But you got to do it though. You got to see. I know. That. I know. You gotta. You. You will not. I mean, you will believe this because you called it out. But um, all right. So I want to do. Oh wait, Chrome tab. Here we go. All right. Um, so hopefully you can see that. Oh yeah, this is all the right. same video. Yeah. Let's so go. here we go. Here we go. This is this is this is criminal. That like, that like took Bill Cartwright like way oh my god level. that is you like that, that should not that should not happen in the National Basketball Association man I got one this is NBA though because he was in that video and it reminded me Derek Fisher he had a he he had a shot where it was like he brought it down so low and like I don't know it was like a catapult looking shot I feel like it was more for him he like turned more sideways. So he'd kind of align his lefty to a little bit. It was a it was a funky release. It was a good and and yeah, you know, more more uh, credibly answers the question in terms of successful because uh, yeah. he, he was he was a really good Don't, player for one. Yeah, didn't watch him in college though. I think he played yeah. like Arkansas Pine Bluff or something. Yeah. Random yeah, I'm trying like to that. think like I got, the the problem is like. Let's just be honest here. Like a lot of these college guys, you never see them again, so you don't really remember. So it's so much easier to pick on NBA yeah. guys you've seen. Like you'll see play for like ten years or whatever, and it just sticks. 
Um, I mean, half these college guys you see play a game in the NCAA tournament, <laughs> and then you never see them again. So you see them doing weird stuff, but you know they doesn't wanna, really get, don't really stay in. I want to say that um, didn't Jerry Stackhouse kind of have like a weird free throw or weird shot? He did. I think. I, th- I think. I think his thing was he would do it on the. I think on the side. Oh, go on yeah. the side thing, and he wouldn't align. He would. He would be off center. He wouldn't. He wouldn't square up. He would be mm. like. In in the free throw line, he would be like off to the left. <laughs> it went in. It went in. It went That's in. all that matters. Yeah, I always think in. it's funny when you see people shoot free throws like that, and the guys like standing on the block will just like put their arms up like <laughs> to contest a free throw. And I'm like, damn. That's yeah, why you don't Sha- go on the side. Shaq had the one hander. Oh god, Shaq. We can talk. Uh, uh, Rick Barry. Well, Rick Barry did the underhand. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, offered to teach Shaq, and Shaq told him, "F off." Yeah, it worked for Rick Barry. Um, actually, they're, they're, you know what? That is the that is the answer we should end this topic with because Miami Hurricane Rick Barry shot free throws granny style. There we go. That's <laughs> and, how you do it. And it's one of the NBA's great players. So there you go. The answer is right close to home here. Do you ever figure out why Rick Barry went to Miami? I don't know. I'm surprised he didn't go in our draft. Oh God! Don't don't pick that scab. No way. It's like now you have to explain it. So the draft was was a player since basketball program came back in the '80s, which obviously excludes Rick Barry. But it's one of those things where you're like, you know, you're putting together furniture that goes wrong. Like, did you read the directions? Of course I didn't read the directions. It's like that's the answer here, right? It's why did Rick Barry go there? Did you read yeah. the directions? No. But I'm gonna complain about where Rick Barry is. Um, and you know, and you know they didn't because my the greatest part is like when you post something and they respond like five seconds after you post it. And it's like, oh, you didn't understand my sarcasm or my joke. Or look at any of the comments on the post. But Yeah, the uh you, you you caught some shrapnel when you were uh, make, making fun of Kentucky fans for essentially crapping on Miami. And it's so, okay. Well, we just I, did it live on the show too. So, uh, I mean, I <laughs> I settled it. So, and, I mean, I didn't hear anything back. So, I think we're good. Yeah. <sighs> um, I'm trying to figure out now. I'm literally trying to figure out why Rick Barry went to Miami because <laughs> he's from New Jersey. Oh yeah, here we go. Another episode. Uh, very decided to attend the University of Logic because the Hurricanes adhered to an up-tempo pro-style system under head coach Bruce Hale that was conducive to his skills and athleticism. Huh. All right. It was actually basketball-related. I expected this to like largely because of the weather or something. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. That is – Wow. Wow, look at that. Landed, landed Rick Barry, Bruce Hale, legend. There we go. That's how we do it. All right, um, I think we're about wrapping up here. Unless there's something else uh, you are uh, looking to uh, to cover here for this week. No, I don't think so. I mean, hopefully, I mean, I don't know if next week we'll have a guest. Maybe the week after. Um, well, I mean, you'll be in summer league then, in the middle there, so uh, there'll definitely be some some stuff to talk about for sure. Oh, that's of, true. Uh, to do your, your summer league escapades. Um, yeah, next week we'll – I mean, every time we say there's not going to be much to cover next week, like we get another schedule release or, you know, something something, something happens. happens. But do you know when the team heads to France? You always do this. It's going to be coming up. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll cover that next week. 
<laughs> I mean, it has but, to be in August, right? Yeah. That's when it is usually. I think it ended July, early August, usually around that time. Okay. Because they got to be back for classes. So, um, oh, yeah. But that for us, that's usually towards the end of August. It's usually uh, the week before Labor Day, or at least it used to be. I don't know why I'm pretending like I've been to school in the last. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah, it definitely no, changes. There's, bitch. there's no, there's no way they change. Actually, now I gotta look at that. Uh, when did classes start? Let's see if it has changed. No, I want to live, know. Live, live googling. Okay, the fall 2023 academic calendar. Uh, let's see. So it used to start on a Wednesday. Okay, now it starts on a Monday, but it is the it is um oh wow, this this is early. Um earlier than it used to be. So August 21st. So that Oh is wow. A, that is a uh That's so wrong, man. August should not be when school starts. I mean, our school's always started in August in Miami. I don't know if when it started. Well, I wouldn't go to syllabus week, so it probably did start for me in September. But I mean, even in like like high school and stuff in Miami, it's always starting in August. Damn. <laughs> I want to say I started high school like in September. <laughs> I think you just offset on the calendar, I guess, because uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look back at my old schedules. Or I mean, something. I I wouldn't be able to find mine, but. <laughs> uh, so a, a long time ago from a galaxy far far away that's what that is um, you got to find the stone that they're chiseled in yeah something like that there's definitely <laughs> there's, there's definitely not electronic records i will have to find actual paperwork so um uh, righty well uh again we'll be back next week we'll we'll probably actually we'll, maybe we'll break down the france trip a little bit and 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 see what they're doing there uh Matt will be preparing for summer leagues. We're going to talk a little bit oh, about yeah. what, what he's going to be uh, looking at there. I'm sure there'll be more news. Maybe we'll get a, maybe we'll get a big we can talk about. Um, but, yeah, join us next week for more buckets. Melissa should be back, question mark. Um, she was dealing with the family thing tonight, so uh, she should be at, back next week. And so join us next week for buckets. Don't cry. Keep it chill. Wear good socks. mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.